Hello. And welcome to Know This Song with me, Kifa Wilkinson. Um, hello, it's been a while. How are we all doing? This feels very strange. I've actually forgotten how to do everything in my few weeks off. <laughs> but we're back for a very special episode. Um, it's that time of year, so we couldn't do a Halloween special without a Christmas special. Oh, oh, oh. And obviously, Enda is here. Hello, Enda! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> We're obviously not doing this during the festive season. Well, it's it almost is. the festive season. No, well, you see, this is where I have an issue with us doing this Christmas special because I have very strict rules on when I listen to Christmas. Oh, me too. And when I get into Christmas. Yes, yeah, And that is the 1st of December. Yes. However, for logistical reasons, yes. we're doing it on the 25th of November. Yeah. Also, I feel like this year, because usually I'm a real Grinch until the 1st of December. Yeah. But people have had a real shit year, so I'm like, you want to put your Christmas decorations up, up they go. Fair enough. You know? That's fair. If it makes you happy this year, get them up. I'm thinking more so of just Christmas music because also yes, I there's nothing more yet. overplayed than Christmas music, yeah. which is why we're doing a whole episode on it. Ooh. But yeah, so then I've always made the strict rule of no, I don't want to hear any Christmas songs. If it comes on the radio, it goes off until the 1st of December. Yeah. Like, don't fuck with me. We aren't doing it. Yeah. And actually, I would go as far to say after Christmas Day, I don't want to hear them oh, anymore. get them off. No, no, we don't have time for it. Yeah. We're into the new year. We're into the rundown. I'm, I'm a real, like, get that tree down. Get that fire out the door. I'm up. <laughs> get that tree down. I'm up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're doing the Christmas episode. We're a bit rusty. It's been... I don't even know how long it's been. But we've had a wonderful hey, it is. Mm-hmm. Really feeling refreshed. Feeling ready to go. Shall we just kick into it and kick into it no more? I think so. Here's the problem. The problem is, there are really no <laughs> unknown Christmas songs. True. Realistically. But there are there are a lot of overplayed or maybe unnecessarily unjustified unjustified popular Christmas songs. Yes. You know I mean? So there's like far too many Christmas songs that were like we all listen to way too much. Now yeah. don't get me wrong, most of them are bangers. They're great. However, being the podcast that we are, we want to talk about the ones that, you know, just don't really... Should be getting more love. Yes. Let's say. Yes. They should be getting more love for uh, how great of a song they are. So, I'm not going to lie, my choice is probably not that... Un- it's not unknown. Everybody's going to know this song. And if you don't, I will genuinely be shocked. It is on, like, all the playlists, okay. everything... However, it is my favourite Christmas song. Okay. And... Oh, God, okay, I'll just tell you what it is. <laughs> right. It came out in 1973. Okay. And I'll give you a wee hint. That when it first came out, it got to number 24 Ooh. on the UK chart. But then... And I hope. <laughs> What's with you and the memes today? Sorry, sorry. Um, in 2019... Which feels like six years ago. It got to number eight. So it had a comeback. Is there a reason it had a comeback? I, do you know what? I tried to look it up and I, I'm i not sure. I'm I'm assuming 
Give me another clue, then I think I might be able to guess it. Oh my god, I don't know if I have another clue is for it, you. Is it by a male singer? It is by a male singer. Is it Step into Christmas by Elton John? Yes! <laughs> it's my favourite! That's because it was in... It was in the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special last year. Was it? Yeah. Oh god, that's right. It was in the it's, in the ad. Yeah. Step into Christmas and come together. We've been black and roll forever and ever. I love how I've forgotten all the lyrics, but it's such a tune, and it's a tune that you just can either sing to. True. Everybody can sing to because actually. I looked up the lyrics and realised that he just repeats the same five or six lines continuously. Mm. Like, I think he repeats the chorus four times consecutive, consecutively Lovely. at the end. Um, so you're bound to know the words. Yes. Although I didn't know them. <laughs> I went to sing them. But anyway. Step into Christmas. Together. People on the floor. Forever and ever. Come a long way with me. Step into Christmas, the admission's free. Oh, oh, that was great! Like that was spectacular. Thank you. Um, great, like instrumental in that song. Like the whole production's great. It's lethal. Yeah, and it's very dancey. And do you know what? I was thinking about it, and I was like, "It's the Christmas song we need for 2020 because mm. it's very uplifting. It's very happy. It's just like good vibes. Great vibes. Great vibes." Um, Festive vibes. So I went and looked this up, and actually, there's some very interesting things about this song. Ooh. So, this song was written by Elton John and his wee writing partner, who I always forget the name of, Bernie, as a thank you card to fans because 1973 was a very good year for Elton John. Oh, yeah? Um, which I didn't even realise when I was thinking about it. But that was the year he brought out not one, but two albums. Damn! One of which was Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which has got all of the hits. So, like, don't. The first album that came out had Crocodile Rock, which was obviously the song that, like, made him huge in America. Then the other one, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, like, Benny and the Jets. Uh, Oh, God, now they're all escaping me, but. Oh, Saturday's Alright for Fighting, which is just my fave. Saturday, 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 Saturday. (laughs) I'm looking at it into like a devil. It's terrible while I sing this. But, so 1973 was a good Mm. year for Elton John. Um, However, interestingly, he added this to his eighth album, Caribou. Even though it came out shortly after the release of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. So, there some interesting facts about a fucking great song. Great song. Supposedly, in 2009, a survey that was run said it was the ninth most played Xmas. Oh, I hate that word. Oh, I apologise oh to everybody who's listening. Absolute heathen and heretic. I will put Blaspheme. a donation towards something. Blasphemer. Right. We will not use that word. <laughs> Sorry. We, we don't use that terminology on this podcast. I'm telling Pope Frank. Do, because it's terrible. It was the most popular. No, most ninth played most played Christmas, Christmas song, song of the noughties. Of the noughties. According to a 2009 survey. So do you think survey. that it's been less appreciated in the in the tens? Then Is that's that why that's where I, that's what I'm leaning at. That's <laughs> kind of what I'm leaning at. Apart from obviously now that we found out last year. <laughs> 
but it's still. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once again, Kifa has broken the rules of the podcast. I haven't broken the rules of the podcast because we've all, we've laid down that Christmas okay. songs are already hard enough. Yes, that's okay? true. That's true. That's true. And you want a good Christmas song, but you don't want one that's like super popular. And this is one of those ones where you're like, someone sticks it on at a party, you're like, oh yes, this Christmas song True. is so good. Because it's not your go-to Christmas song. Okay. However, it's lethal. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I rest my case. Yes. You know what? It's a good, it's just a good Christmas song. Have you seen the Rocketman film? Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. I love it. And I have a very controversial opinion. I think it's far better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I thought it was far better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, thank Rhapsody. you. Every person I speak to is like, oh my God, no. Bohemian Rhapsody is so good. It's like, fuck no. off. Rocketman's amazing. Because Bohemian Rhapsody is really good. Yes, of course. But it's just your bog standard biopic. Yes. Whereas Rocketman is like, they could have just made a straightforward film, but they didn't. No. And that's why I like it. Also, I appreciate... Honestly, it's not, you know, that I... Like Elton John is alive, so he yes, can, no, you know, fair, yes. It's nobody's fault that Freddie Mercury's dead, <laughs> and couldn't, <laughs> can, you know, couldn't be consulted in his film. Yes, very but it true. does help that Elton John's alive and can contribute. Yeah, it's so good. If you haven't watched Rocketman, genuinely go and watch it because it is phenomenal. And Taron Edgerton, 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 yeah. Edgerton, Edgerton. I don't know. One he's, of those. Welsh, whatever. He's amazing. Like the fact that that's him singing. Like he is. He genuinely does sound like Elton John a bit. Like he, like, he is so good. It's, oh, every song is so good. Oh, God, I might not. I also bawl my eyes out to it. I don't know why. There's yeah. a part in it, which I can't even mind now, but I bawl at it. it yeah, it's, hi, it's a really good movie. Or, yeah, it's a movie. I was like, this movie. song? <laughs> song? Yeah. Um, but we are talking about songs. True. So, Enda, I have set the bar high, mm. as always. See, I feel like mine's is an actual know this song. You know what? I, I, I hate you. <laughs> well, you might disagree, but I think it is. Okay. Well, you see, I do have many reserves. Right. But I'm going to wait until we we discuss yours. Okay. And then we'll go into my reserves because there was a few that almost... Almost made the cup. To be honest, they probably would have been better know these so- know this songs. Mm-hmm. But... I fucking love Step Into Christmas. I just, I had had to do it. I was just like, it was my gut feeling. And you know what? My gut doesn't do me wrong. It's like a wee yakult. A wee yakult. Yakult. Um, Okay, I'll give you some hints for mine. Mm -hmm. Please. All right. It's a 90s hit. Oh, I love a 90s hit. Okay. It's, was it, was the soundtrack to a movie? To a movie? Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll be more specific to a sequel. Right. Okay. Um, you have to give me more another another clue. Um, and who's it sung by? A lady. A, woman? a lady. A lady. A lady. Right. Uh, it's it's really hard. I'll just tell you. Can what you it is. no? Can you give me any other clues? Um, it's a, it's from the film. It's from is a sequel to my favorite Christmas film. And in the movie that the song is from, Donald Trump makes a cameo. <laughs> okay, right. I know the movie. However, I don't know what the song is. Okay. It's All Alone on Christmas by Darlene Love. 
God, you've really pulled it out of All nowhere. Right. I don't even think I know oh, that. Oh, you do you know it? It's like, the cold wind is blowing and the streets are getting dark. I'm writing you a letter and I don't know where to start. Oh, and yes! And then she's like, um, I gotta know, where do the lonely hearts go? Nobody ought to be all alone on Christmas. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, do you know what? You have really pulled that one out of the unknown. Because I, oh, I know is. what it is. It's just ah, not even smash. on my radar. And it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's for Home Alone 2. So it was written Home Alone for 2. it. Yeah, because um, I was looking up earlier and there's actually a music video. Um, Excuse me, but will we not say that that's a movie no, category? A but it was written for a, Chris, a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas song. It's called All Alone on Christmas. It's okay. We'll, we'll bend the rules for you, Linda. It's a Christmas song, Kifa. <laughs> Continue. Not like in the attitude right now. Very, very unfestive. I'm you. just well, letting you know of the certain. It's absolutely. I am gonna. It is a Christmas song. I'm not arguing that. Continue. Okay. Um, just don't be jealous because I find an actual know this song. <laughs> um. Oh, hello. It's me, Kifa. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, just wanted to get on here quickly, and after some hard. Uh, reflection I will apologise this time only that End is Christmas song was an amazing choice afterwards I looked her up again and went through the songs and this is actually the biggest biggest shout for Christmas song know this song ever so um, I'm going to take back my comments I apologise this is the only time this is happening okay get back to listening bye but uh, yeah, because I looked up earlier and there's a music video and it's her in her like studio and she's like, ready, Mac? And then Macaulay Culkin turns around in the, in the <gasps> producer's chair the and he's like, video. ready. <laughs> I, he's like in the studio part. He's like mixing it. <gasps> I have seen this by Kyle. Oh my God. Uh, it is such a banger of a song. That is... And you've got a big, you've got the saxophone in it. You've got... The, the bells, ding, 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 Do you know what, ding. though? It is class because it is very New York Christmas, which is such yeah. a vibe. Yeah. yeah. And Darlene Love, she also did uh, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Oh, no, stop. I forgot about that song and I love it. Baby, please come home. Christmas, baby, Snow's please come down. home. Yeah, right? Christmas. So I've seen a lot, especially this year, of... Apparently, people say Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas. Right, to be fair to Mariah. Mariah can carry. Mariah Carey <laughs> can get on her sleigh and skeet. All right? No, Darling no, Love no, is no. the queen of Christmas. Now, I didn't even know this. All right? But then last year, I was at a friend's house and we were all having Christmas dinner and we were having a few drinks and somebody was like, oh, I'll stick on like a Christmas playlist. Right. I shit you not, every third song was Mrs. Darlene Love Fair. coming in with However, the Christmas However, I'd like to point hits. out that Ender's opinions on Mariah Carey are solely his own and are not endorsed <laughs> by the Know This Song podcast. <laughs> Let, all I know for Christmas is you is an it, iconic Christmas box. This is a June. What else has she done? Right, no, we're moving on swiftly. I am not getting the lambs what coming else? for me. Has she done? Feel free to direct all your anger and hatred towards Enda. I will have none of it. Keon's going to hunt me down. <laughs> he will hunt you no, down. D 
give Darlene the respect she deserves. Do you know what though? I appreciate that because if that's the case, we have all let her down profusely. We have let Darlene down. And this is what this podcast is about. It's very core. Darlene deserves love. Get out. (laughs) Christmas. But no, All Alone on Christmas is. It's such a good Christmas. That is a good shout. And it's up there with one of my favourites. However, Christmas movies come home with such yeah. a shine. Really I can't believe I didn't even think of that. I'm I'm now annoyed. However, Step Into Christmas is still fab. Yeah, it's pretty popular though, isn't it? <laughs> I just oh hate oh oh <laughs> your smug little face. <laughs> right, let's talk about the other songs. Okay. That were in my mind. Okay. Um. Again. Not really gonna put it out there and say that they're like know these songs. There is one though, um, and Sarah Rob, who will be listening, warned me before this episode that if I chose this song, she wouldn't listen. Oh, God. Me and you are big fans of this Christmas song. Oh, uh, okay, that's not a know this song, that's just my favorite Christmas song. It's just such a good Christmas song. So, Kelly Clarkson's <sighs> Underneath the Tree is Christmas Bang. Er, that's my that's my absolute favorite Christmas song. It's so good. She hates it. She refuses it. Whenever we lived in London, anytime like it was around the Christmas holidays, and I started to play it, she'd be like, "Oh, I hate that song so much." Right, this is the girl (laughs) who listens to nothing but Abba. I'm not getting into it. Take that and Gary Barlow, and I've separated Take That and Gary Barlow because she listens to both of them separately. Yes, that's good. And she has the audacity. The audacity. To turn around and insult, not only insult Kelly Clarkson, which is a mortal sin against me. Yes. But insult that song. It's, it's, it's honestly breathtaking. If you are a Christmas lover. The lion, the witch and the audacity of this bitch, Kiefer. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. Are you taking the piss out of me? Sarah Rob. <laughs> I know you're listening. No. We're going to have words. Right. I have to move on because I can't. <laughs> gonna choke um, underneath the tree Kelly Clarkson is a fabulous yeah, song yeah. where you should be the snow is falling as the right I nearly I nearly did this I nearly pulled the plug and said fuck everything I'm using this excuse to bring Britney in oh I hate this song my only wish this year <laughs> by Britney Spears Wait, what do you mean? It's great. That's real, like, it's real, like, whiny Christmas song. I like to get drunk and dance, so that song is in my album. It's being so good this year. It's not whiny, it's in your nose, hon. That's how she sings it. Don't love it. All I want is one thing. Just for me. It's all I want. Wait, how's it go? Just for me. which again really aren't know these songs but I just want to bring them up because they're right. great is Bruce Springsteen's version of Santa Claus oh, is Coming and then like when the end when he just like either loses breath or starts laughing he's like Santa yeah <laughs> you're just like Bruce say the words well, I love it whenever he's got the start yeah, yeah, of it yeah. he's like you ready boys 
He's like, we're gonna do this, gang. <laughs> I love Bruce Springsteen. He does nothing really, wrong in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, that's true. That's, um, a, that's a group. That's probably the best version of that song, I think. Yes, no, 100%. Um, the other one, which I haven't even had about, but I actually do love this Christmas song because I think it's it's like chill Christmas Ooh, vibes. What have we got? Is Cold Place Christmas Lights. Oh, it's lovely. It's just it's lovely. lovely. It's lovely. Do you know, it's not getting me excited. Yeah, but it's... But it's... Do you know what? It's a lovely driving it Christmas is. song. It is. It oh. is. Uh, I really like, as well... I can't remember the, the number. Is it 2,000 miles by The Pretenders? I or hate that. Yes, 2,000 miles. Or is it 10,000 miles? No, it's 2,000 miles. <laughs> I'm like, which, came, how many miles is it? I was like checking it yesterday. And I was like, because I check it through the Christmas playlist. That's a lovely same. song. I don't like it. He's gone. No. And do you know what other one I don't like? What? Is fucking driving home for Christmas. Oh, no. Do you know what one I hate too? Oh. Is, you know that, oh, it's the girls with Taking the a really... real steep turn. Yep, sorry. We're going that way because there's a lot of Christmas songs I really dislike. Is, oh, what do you call them? They're like two English girls and they're like... Ba ba humbug ba. Oh, I, no! I hate it That's so much. Christmas rapping. Yes, I hate it. So <laughs> I love that song. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, that's a great song. What it are you at? Goes through me. I love for that a one. Honestly, um, I really like as well. I like the Billie Eilish one that was in the Apple Ad a couple of years ago. It's mm. it's not overly Christmassy, but it's just it's it's a nice. Week. Right that time. It's a cozy song, and I also Oh Wonder have a beautiful Christmas song. Oh, why am I surprised? And it's just like it? a wee like piano, and it's lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely. If you want like a wee chill Christmas song, it's called This Christmas. So. I gave you my heart, and the very next day you gave it away. I hate that song. This year, to Sammy. Wait, how the hell do you hear that? I song? don't hear it, but I, like I know if it was on and I was out and I was drunk, I would be howling it, but. I don't actually like it. Oh no, I love it. I took a real love of it again last year and I was like, God, this is quite possibly one of the best Christmas songs ever created. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I just personally well, don't vibe with it. <laughs> well, here, we can't talk about Christmas songs without talking about Christmas movies. Oh. You've already said what your fave Christmas yeah. movie is. Come along. But is there any others that you have to, have to, have to, have to watch? Come along too. <laughs> No, I'm. I, See, I don't like Home Alone because I, the, the stress that oh, that movie no. puts me under. It's 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 the per, it's just that the Christmas in that film is the perfect Christmas. Mm, true. Like the like. Wait, the by whole, by yourself. But, but no, as in like I know that sounds weird, like getting attacked no. by like two fucking serial killers, or not serial killers, but robbers. But it, as in like the aesthetic of Christmas in that film. Yeah. Is like perfect christmas because you got the snow yeah. the house the lights like it's just it's class i also i mean there's like elf and blah 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 and all those ones yeah i love the santa claus i love the santa claus and i also actually really like the santa claus too yes not santa claus 3 though no get Never. the hell out of here don't it, get it doesn't the exist hell out of here. But yes they're both so i good. think they're both great yeah people will be like no the sequels are shit i'm like three shit two's, two's good two's lovely two's good that's class. Now, I'm going to be really basic and I do have my favourite Christmas movie and it is honestly the most basic choice in the world but I only watched it like probably about five years ago for the first time and It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Really? I love it and I like will watch it and 
I'm fine all the way through it. And it isn't until the very last line in the fucking movie and I ball my eyes out. Just him at the end of it and your man lifts up his cup and he's like, here's to my brother, the richest man I know. Gone. I'm gone. I'm just tears, floods, credits are rolling, dead to the world. It's so good. It's alright. <laughs> it's so good. You're a terrible person. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If, if I was flicking through the channels coming up to Christmas and it was on, I'd keep flicking. You're a terrible. No, I'm gonna. I'm moving on. Also, the other one that I love watching every Christmas, and you know what? I'm gonna say it. It's better than the Elf, which everybody every year starts farting about, being like, "Oh, it's not Christmas until I've watched the Elf." Like, the Grinch. Is amazing and particularly the Jim Carrey one. Well, I particularly <laughs> I got very so I like saw that in cinema when I was a kid and stuff, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, it's okay. But then a couple of years ago, um, I got very drunk on the twenty third of Lovely. December, and then was dying a death on the twenty fourth. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't go hangovers very often, so when I do get them, it's bad day for everyone involved mm. and I woke up at like fucking eight o'clock or something in the morning felt grim went and lay um in the living room hadn't wrapped any presents wanted to die <laughs> and uh just stuck on the tv and I just like lay there for like five hours so I watched the Gruffalo and then I watched the Gruffalo's Child because it was on straight after it and then I watched the Grinch and I had a newfound appreciation for the Grinch. It's so good. It's really funny. It's it's the bit whenever they invite him to come to the Christmas, like. Oh parade. no, that's the sad part. No, though. no, but before it, and he's like, "I'm not coming," and then he's like going through, like, you know, like the montage of him being like, "I need to check my diary." Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "What am I doing? Suffering and self pity," <laughs> and then like trying, he's like, "I've got nothing to wear." It's so funny. I oh, I love that movie so I much. I also like again, and there's some of them that are just bad. I I like they're on TV and I watch them. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. That's a good one. Good one. And um, oh, Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick. No, that one stresses oh, me. Oh, I out. love that one too. It's great. Stresses me out. <laughs> I like I don't cope well with any movie where like Christmas movies in particular where there's like competition. Yes. I, <laughs> My anything that's gonna send like anxiety through the roof okay. for me. That and what else? What's the one with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? And he has to like get home for Christmas. I actually think it's called driving home for Christmas. It is, yeah. That one stressed me out. <laughs> he's like, he's not gonna get home <laughs> and it's gonna ruin everything and not get the car. <laughs> like, oh stress. Stress helped. But anyway, this is not a movie podcast. But you need but you need those films keep because then they understand and realise the true value of Christmas and then at the end you can play the wonderful Christmas song anyway on <laughs> to uh, we can't talk about Christmas and music uh -huh. without talking about Christmas number ones okay right I have got the list of the UK Christmas number ones oh shite shite now, shite I am gonna have to admit folks we have all let the side down horrendously how many, it's so Most of them bad. from the past 20 years are going to be the X Factor, probably. Oh, horrific, right? The last... I feel like it's the time of the year where we all get behind 
the worst song possibly <laughs> ever to exist and be like lethal <laughs> let's put it to like number it's shocking like the last two years now to be fair to them i think they put the money towards charity i'm not sure about that so fact check me but was fucking lad baby i love sausage rolls and we built this city on sausage rolls <laughs> fair enough <laughs> it's just awful um <laughs> It's so bad. That's kind of funny. And they're yeah. always that's like, like... That's kind of like Bodie McBoogie face all over again. But Christmas number one. So, yeah, they're all like charity songs, which, like... <laughs> oh, they're all about, oh, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, donations 20, to people who need them. 2015 is like Lewisham and Greenwich NHS Choir, A Bridge Over You. Let's all be honest. Nobody's listening to that. Aye, fuck off. We're just doing it for charity, which is lovely. Good for you. But fuck off. Now, literally from 2005 to 2008, it's all X Factor. And there's a few more X Factor dotted in. The Reg, was there not a whole like Rage Against the Machine? Because campaign? 2009 is Rage Against the Machine yeah, killing in the name. I remember that being like a big thing. Which is good. Uh, Girls Aloud, least we forget, debut song, Sound of the Underground, which is the tune of a century, was number one in 2002. It's not a Christmas song, though. But it got the Christmas number one. That's stupid. It doesn't have to be a Christmas song to be a Christmas number one. I know, that's disappointing, isn't it? No. What's disappointing is 2000 was Bob the Builder. Can we fix it? No, that's pretty iconic, in fairness. Oh, get it, get it. No, stop. 2000, do you not remember being at, like, the primary school disco and somebody putting on Bob the Builder and it being an absolute tune? No. No. Just No. Uh, what I will tell you though is what is iconic oh. is the Spice Girls winning Christmas number one three years in a row 1996 1997 and 1998 what's their what's their like Christmas song that's not Christmas but they just look cold in New York <laughs> what's that one To Become One yeah when <laughs> people to become be like that's a Christmas song and I'm like and no, it's like a cityscape in the background and they're just like wearing they're wearing like coat. a bra and a big coat but they're like yeah. I'm cold it's so good <laughs> need some Never needed that. <laughs> remotely Christmas. Baby. I well here, I'll tell you this and I'll tell you no more. East 17's Christmas number oh, one. Is Stay Another Day, but it's so Christmassy. Fucking song. Really? That is the song I hate the most at Christmas. I kinda love oh, it. Oh, I hate <laughs> it. It makes me want to die. I'm really surprised that you don't, oh, you don't I like that. Hate it. And that stu- those stupid coats that they're wearing. Stay now, everyone got to go away. Such a stu- you stupid song. <laughs> You're such an angry person. I really don't like that song. So really, the beginning of the 90s is kind of where things get weird. Okay. Like, before that, it's a lot of just Christmas songs or actually like very well-known songs. <laughs> Bonnie M. Legends. <laughs> Mary's boy, like where where is Jesus it? Jesus Christ! Like 1981, the Human League. Don't you want me? Was a Christmas number one. Oh okay. Don't you want? It may have been five weeks at the top though. Bandit. It was five weeks two. at the top. Then the Beatles had a three-year hitter for Christmas, which started out with "I want to hold your hand." Oh my God, Sherry. But yeah, Christmas number ones basically are shit. Uh, I Especially also like, in recent times. I like the. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
dreaming of a white dope dope Christmas. I want to be both parts. Just like the one I used to know. So yeah, absolute dung this mm. Christmas. More, probably more so now than like yeah before. Yeah. Have a look, folks. Honest to God, it's it's an eye opener into our civilization and how it's potentially going under. That's just my opinion. <laughs> that's that's what's made you think civilization's going under. Yes, it, it is. Okay. Christmas also comes with the start of a new year, and a new year we need. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the best thing about the end of the year is all the rundown of the songs of the year past. Oh, sudden, suddenly, she loves a wee rundown. Yeah. yeah what do you mean? Well, me and Daniel Bradley told you about our end of year lists. You mocked us. I didn't mock you. Scoffed at us. No. Laughed at us. The lies that get told to me. (laughs) It's just horrific. No. Made us feel foolish. You're not foolish. I appreciate it greatly. However, what I was going to say is, the problem is, I'm not very good. I can't come up with lists. I know. I know, Kiefer. I find it very hard to be like, here's my number one song of the year. Because then there's like ten. Like, have you listened to but the that's, podcast? But we, like... Do you know me? We think about our lists for, like, two weeks. <laughs> I know you do, but I can't think like that. I'd be like, oh, no, I like all of them the best. Like, I can't think like that. I can just give you a general ballpark figure. Okay. <laughs> However, I do appreciate... I love a good rundown list. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give you, the listener, myself and Enda's top three underrated songs of 2020. Enda, do you want to start? All right. Um... Go for it. So I'm actually annoyed that we're doing this because I really did want my Spotify <laughs> end of year oh, summary. Oh, I love that. Spotify wrap. It's so nice. I love it so much. It It's the biggest hype. Of the, I look forward to it uh, so it's, much. It's always so nicely done. I watched that video like 10 oh. times being like, look at all this. And the playlist that comes out of it too. And yeah. I'm like, oh yes, I have such wonderful music taste. Right. Well, I'll just like other, because they're not really necessarily in the order or anything. God. But uh, so the uh, first one is... Um, Save a Kiss by Jessie Ware. I am aware of that song. You're aware of Jessie oh, Ware? Oh, I didn't even mean that! Um, so, this came out, like, real in the sticks of lockdown. Mm. Like, April-ish. And, first of all, she came out with a new album this year called What's Your Pleasure. What a slapping album. Was it nice? Slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> like, real, like, disco sort of vibes vibes, vibes. we said vibes a lot so I don't, I don't want to say that word but I love yeah that word. um and this song was great and it was like i remember it coming out and me being like oh for fuck's sake i just want to get like drunk and put this on at like a like a like a house party or like a pre or something and just like jam out to it it's so so good it's like upbeat but it's kind of like she's still like got like a real like sultry voice Ooh. and it's got like your like like beats, <laughs> beats, 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 beats. but it's got a nice melody oh it's such a good song it's such a good song and I remember thinking like why the fuck is this song not number one um but most of the singles off the album are pretty good she I feel like she got overshadowed by Miss Dula Peep big time because oh, she was real she was real disco this year as she well she has just been phenomenal um but yeah, it's it's a great song. Would would ten out of ten recommend you give it a listen? Well, I will. Good. So, 
Again, as always, I have to do like a little bit of a ramble. Okay. What I have learned is my Spotify's a mess. Uh, That's <laughs> what I've learned. Oh, uh, such a mess. And it's actually in pain, even thinking about it. But like my Spotify is heavily curated. Yeah, mine isn't. And yours it's, is not. I just go into like full like mode or like just throw it into a like playlist. Shambles. And then I've realised actually this year I haven't even like put a lot of those songs I haven't liked them I haven't saved them anywhere so the problem is that's why you're relying on your wrapped playlist yeah exactly and now I'm like and all the songs I'm going through that I have saved are like really popular songs there probably are other songs that I've listened to okay I just can't genuinely remember them right because I haven't saved them anywhere right um, and also I've realised that I just love finding like a song from like maybe two years ago and just listening to it profusely. Days on end. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And also there's other songs that have come out and I will just listen to them constantly, non-stop, to the point now they came out two months ago and they come out now and I'm like, I hate that song. Oh, okay. Okay. You so seconded yourself. I'm a nuisance is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So my first song, which I think Ender will agree with me on actually, um, <laughs> because it is a bop a hard hard bop is Joan of Arc on the dance floor oh, and AJ. What when I tell you folks you need to listen to this song this is Ali and AJ of potential breakup song fame yes if you're not aware of their recent music which Enda did have to bring to my attention last year it's phenomenal phenomenal yeah it's like 80s synth vibes, yeah. pop fantasy, like it's great. It's it's probably some of the best pop music at the minute. Unbelievable from those guys, yeah. But Joan of Arc on the dance floor came out probably like summertime. Yeah, it was May this year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, again another one where I was like, oh, I just want to get drunk and dance. Yes, yeah. I think like lockdown had eased, and you and Daniel. And Sarah had come for drinks. Uh-huh. And I just had it like pumping before you came. And I was just so ready to drink. <laughs> yeah. And bear in mind, I did do that. And I was very, very hungover the next day. <laughs> um, but it's just great. Yeah, it's a really good song. So, stream that song immediately. Dun, 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 dun. It's, yeah, because it, it's got like a real dance beat to it. But it does sound like a dance beat from the 80s. Like it does genuinely sound like... It sounds like, um, what was the song? Like, it nearly sounds like Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This or something. Yes. Like, there's something really, like... It's familiar, but it's also very, very new, yeah. which I'm conscious is the most dickish thing to say. Yeah. But once you listen to it, you'll know exactly what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's a really good song. Oh, so good. Really right, good. end of number two. Uh, number two, for me, is... I think I've already kind of very briefly mentioned it because I... Speaking about a song that she was featured in, but it's um, "Faded" by Izzy Bizu. You have no. You've talked about Izzy Bizu. I have on this podcast, and I before. don't know why I've suddenly become such a stan of Izzy Bizu because yeah, exactly. this, this song and the other ones the only two I like. <laughs> <laughs> they just happen really good. But this is a great song. It it was like, it was again. I, th- I feel like. It's hard not to gravitate towards like the summer songs because that was when lockdown kind of eased a bit and you were able to go out like out and about and stuff. But this was just like real like chill summer song. Um, again, kind of old schooly in terms of like the actual sound of it. Yeah. Um, 
like nearly kind of slightly like 70s and like in the video she's got like the big hair and stuff um but yeah it's just a great song and her voice is great in it mm. um and yeah it's just it's got, it's got like a nice sort of like the verses are nice and sort of like a like a nice little sort of tone and then it's like big big chorus you know like a big chorus you love a big, love a big chorus, chorus. Um, it must build to something. Must build, and I didn't really listen. I like I, I remember listening to being like, "This is like a Radio One, like A list contender," mm. and I don't know if it was, but um, yeah, it's a great song. And if it comes up on my shuffle now, I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it!" Right. Well, my second one is actually one that I only heard last week, Ooh, so it's fuck. actually it's actually very new. Right. But um, it, it like it's one of those songs. So I heard it on Anima. Okay. On Radio 1. So you kind of know it won't ever get on like the chart kind of thing. Yeah. If you've heard it. Also, rep an Irish talent because don't we love it? So I don't know if you've ever heard of Big Pig. <laughs> no, it's literally her name, her, her stage name is... That's B-double-I-G-P-double-I-G. God. Big Pig. And she's got a song called Switch that just came out very recently. Yeah. And it's great i actually think you'd love it okay it's so so good um i know we've said vibey a lot but it's vibes <laughs> um i don't really have a lot to say on it it just came out i cannot stop listening to it at the minute it's very like rock no sorry it's very like pop synth okay. however it's got real rock vibes in it that you kind of like when it gets to course you try to just want to jump and shake about like it's great that's all i have to say that's all oh, okay go listen to it it's great. big pig big pig B double I G P double I G. Thank you for once again. And she's Irish. She's Irish. The spelling. Who grew up in Spain? Oh, she's got. She's very um eccentric, isn't she? She's multicultural. <laughs> with, her, with her, how many eyes? Four. That would be four. Four yeah. eyes. All right, and then my last underrated song of the year. You're going to shout at me, but uh, no, it's... I. You know, can I guess? Yeah, you know what it is? It's going to be on Live's album. No, it's actually not. What? It's not a Love song, although that whole album's underrated. Everybody should get get on that immediately. Um, it's uh, it's another one you're going to shout at me for. Because it's definitely not underrated for me. Because <laughs> it's probably oh, my should... most played song yeah, this year. Yeah, no, I know what it is. Just say it. But everybody should hear it. Oh, it's... it's Super Cuts by Jeremy Zucker. It is actually very good. It's, it's so catchy. So catchy it's just the most <laughs> like it comes on now and i'm not sick of it and i have listened to that song you have an You've astronomical amount this year it's a good like it's just i just want to jump around my room and dance like an idiot to it <laughs> and then it's oh, it's just great it's so good it's so good oh and everybody word. it should be number one in the world okay take it down that's how inches. underrated that song is it's a very good song Maybe not in the world. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you saw sense. Maybe just here. Here and now. Here and now. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Uh, Supercuts by Jeremy Zucker. Get on it. My last one. Your last one. So, my last one is another one that I have only recently found real, real love for. Mm. Like, a desperate love for. But it came out, actually, at the start of this year. Ooh. January. Ooh. So, like, it's almost a year old. Happy birthday to you. It's a fucking bop. It is, and I can't say it completely right. Comme des garçons, like the boys, by Rina 
Sawayama. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can we just have a hand for this girl? This song is amazing. Amazing. Sing it a little bit for me. Like the boys, like the boys. Come to Gossam. I'm so confident. You have because I literally tackled you in the car, being like, you have to hear the song. And the minute I played it, you were like, oh, yes, I do know that song. Oh, okay. Then I do know that song, everyone. So you do know this song. It's so good. And to all my ladies out there, might I add, say if you're having a very bad day, which I have had plenty of, put it on in your car, turn it the fuck off. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the confidence you will receive from this song is unlike any other. Because she just starts screaming, um, I'm so confident throughout the whole thing. Uh, yeah. And it's like manifesting. I have heard Manifesting this song. it. I have heard it. It's a bop. <laughs> we are here for Rina Sawayama and we are not here for how much people do not appreciate. The critics do not appreciate her and we won't have it. Anyway. That's the end of my, my Schmidt from New Girl just suddenly appeared in the room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, anyway. Yeah, that's that's three that's well, six six underappreciated songs from this year that you should all go listen to. I'm sorry. We've just curated your Christmas and we give you some new box for this year of terror ends. Like, could you ask for more? Oh wait, you can because season two of Know This Song is coming next year. Like, oh my God, are we excited? Probably not, but do I'm excited. I am a wee bit floored at how good that transition was, people. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh my God, that was. Is she professional? <laughs> Sorry, podcast queen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, slowly but surely, Whew. we're gonna be amazing. That really took my breath away. Oh, thank you. you thank you very much. <laughs> no, but seriously, season two is coming. We are planned, prepped, and ready to begin recording. Uh, get excited. Phone a friend. Tell your brother. Tell your sister. <laughs> Tell your significant other. I don't know. We don't care. I am pumped. It's going to be good. No, but seriously, have a very safe and wonderful Christmas. Many tidings. And the gladdest of tidings. The gladdest of tidings. <laughs> and yes, I hope you end this year on a high. And I hope you start the new one in a far better place than oh, where yeah. we're at at the minute. Oh, yeah. Because you know what? We all fucking deserve a good 2021. Yeah. So, on that note, love you. Bye! Bye. I miss you already. Goodbye, goodbye. Oh. <laughs>